Good day, Driftless folks. I'm Lefty. And I'm Red. And together we make up Land Yacht Radio with Lefty and Red. Everything and anything about happenings in southwest Wisconsin. Lefty and Red. Today's a big day here at Land Yacht Radio. Yep, spring is in the air. The Wisconsin winter snow is all but melted. And the first robins are making their way north. Which means the annoying flatulent growl of Harley motorcycles is right around the corner. But this early spring thaw also means something sweet. Maple syrup. (laughs) Exactly. Up next, we're going out with a tree-tapping expert to tap some of our own maples right outside the trailer. But first, let's pay some bills. Our morning segment is brought to you by Hot Pads and Stuff of downtown Boscobel. Tired of searing your pinky flesh getting those brownies out of the oven? Laverne Markinson and her staff have a full range of pads, mats, and mitts for all of your heat-resistant needs. And they also have a full line of stuff. That's right. So come on down to Hot Pads and Stuff of downtown Boscobel. Mention this ad and get 20% off your first pad purchase and half off any stuff. Well, this is a very special spring segment here on the show. Maple syrup time! Yep, we're outside the trailer now, and we're going to tap a few of our trees today with the help of our guest. All the way from Sticky Fingers Farms in Reedsburg, Mavis McGloin. Welcome to the show, Mavis. Yeah, re- real good being here. So, what do we need to get started tapping trees? Well, well, uh, first, you you need these uh, metal taps here. Uh-huh. And, and you, you hammer these into the tree. Uh, the sap comes down from the inside and gets funneled out through this uh, little spout in the tap and into a little sap bag that you hang from the end. So uh, we just got to find a, a good maple tree. Well, look who's up on the trailer roof. It's our intrepid sound engineer, Wayland Smaltz. Hiya, Wayland. <laughs> How do you do? What are you doing up there? Well, I'm just adjusting the satellite internet dish, trying to increase the signal a little bit by patching in this F449 coaxial signal booster. <laughs> Be careful now. Don't slip off the trailer. <laughs> no. All I have to do is reroute this export wiring harness and then get... This looks like a good maple tree here. All righty, let's get tapping. Uh, Lefty? Just a minute, honey. So, where is a good height to tap the thing in? Uh, Lefty? I mean, four feet, six feet... Uh, Lefty? Yes, honey? I don't think this is a maple tree. Huh? Oh, I'm, I'm fairly sure it is. She is the expert, sweetheart. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here, pardon the pun, but this tree is covered in acorns. Huh, really? Oh, or sure, by golly. Look at it. So that would make this a Norwegian... It's an oak, Lefty. Oak! Yes, of course. Well, that's too bad, because I really don't see any other maple trees around here. Mm, that's a shame. What about that one right behind you? I don't think that's a maple red. I mean, I'm the expert. She is the expert, Red. Well, if you take a look at one of the leaves... Uh-huh. ...and you compare it to this Canadian flag tattoo I got on my forearm here... See, Red was an official puck girl for the Vancouver Canucks from 97 to 99. Excellent. She got kicked out for fighting with the Penguins mascot. Lots of blood on the ice, vicious lawsuits, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, the leaf on the flag is a maple. Bing, 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 bing! We got a match! Okay, great. So what we do is, we hammer this tap about four feet up the trunk. Want to hold that for me while I hammer? Sure thing. Oop, let me just switch over and hold it with my metal claw. (laughs) Safety first. For those of you new to the show, Lefty's left hand is a semi-articulated stainless steel claw. Okay, all set here, Mavis. 
Okay. One, two, three. Huh. Yeah. Looks like she deeply embedded your claw into the tree, Lefty. Indeed she did. I really whiffed on that one. Uh, this is really stuck. Here, one more good pull. Uh, oh, boy. His arm popped right out. So, how do we get my claw out of the trunk? Oh, oh, wait. I got a pry bar. Twins and their Siamese assassinator. And a very special guest, Shirley Choo Choo Marucci. It's the Sunday Crazy Bedbug Bernie's Dragaway Racetrack in Cuba City. Have your next cremation at Bullocks and get in for half price. You'd be crazy to pass up such a deal. Children under 12, always free. That's crazy. Bedbug Bernie's Dragaway Racetrack Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Lefty Red. Welcome back. Well, we cleaned off all the copious amounts of sap from our clothes. Although we both still smell a little like janitor in a drum for some reason. I was able to divert the rushing torrent of sap into a plastic kiddie pool we had in the pole barn. I'll just empty it into some assorted tubs and buckets as the day goes on. And with that, it's time for Lefty and Red's Traffic Report. Lefty and Red. Traffic Report. It's a new segment where we get traffic updates from our field reporter and custodian at the Clyde Elementary School, Herm Demmel. Hiya, Herm. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, Red. So what's the traffic look like out there, Herm? Yeah, there's nothing. Okay, thanks, Herm. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, you betcha. Lefty and Red. It's time once again for Theater Beat, reviews and creative happenings with our own staff arts and theater critic, Cecil Stringley. Cecil? Thank you, Red. Hi-ho, everyone. Cecil Stringley here, walking the Southwest Wisconsin Theater Beat. And last week, I traveled up to the town of Wazika to catch the Pigeon Coop Community Theater's monstrous production of the classic Damon Runyon musical, Guys and Dolls. 
As a side note, I do consider myself a bit of an expert on the show. You may remember I played Gangster Number 3 in the Back Porch Players 1987 production in Dickieville. Check out my blog to read the reviews. As for this show, the kindest thing I could say is that at least no one on the stage or in the audience spontaneously combusted. Other than that, it was an atrocious evening, a flat singing, clumsy dancing, and a staging that made a five-car pile-up on the freeway look like my fair lady. Where or where to begin? The cast was abominable. Playing the lead of handsome gangster Nathan Detroit was Wazika town councilman and sheep farmer Horace Billups, who, at well over 330 pounds, made the character look more like a pinstripe Hindenburg than a dashing gambler. And when Mr. Billups tried toe-tapping to luck be a lady, the very floorboard shook like Nakashima at Ground Zero, more like Sit down! You're sinking the boat! Playing his horrific equal as the virtuous Sarah Brown was owner and proprietor of Fanny's footlong subshop in downtown Wazika, Laura Lee Paycock. Those used to seeing Laura Lee and other Pigeon Coop productions, Harvey, Twelve Angry Men, and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? know that she has a striking and statuesque stage presence, offset by the fact that she suffers from severe stammering and a lateral lisp. Her singing on I've Never Been in Love Before sounded less like a soulful ballad and more like a family of wet squirrels being run through a wood chipper. The supporting cast was no better consisting mostly of 13-year-old boys from the Wazika freshman cross-country team, their squeaking prepubescent voices resembling ghost geese, and three extremely overage ladies from the St. Bertram retirement community, old enough to be the boys' grandmothers, laying thick on the makeup and wigs. The show came in at a crawling five and a half hours, and it didn't help that Laura Lee Paycock had just given birth to twins and was breastfeeding them during most of the second act. On a positive note, the lemon bars sold in the lobby during intermission were light and scrumptious, and the show band, mostly made up of ukuleles and kazoos, was surprisingly energetic and in tune. Pigeon Coop Productions, Guys and Dolls, runs through next weekend. Tickets are five and six dollars. Tune in next time when I review the Elroy Patio Players presentation of Equus. Is that a nice pick in your pocket, or are you just glad to see me? Red? Thank you, Cecil, for that in-depth review. We may have to check that show out. And now another message from our sponsors. Let me Hello, I am Debara Alexopoulos. And I am Adonis Alexopoulos, and we are inviting you now to come and eat food at... Alexopoulos Family Restaurant. 
on Highway 51, just outside of Poinette. We have all your favorites. Spinocopia, Domaldes, Musaka, Amygdalota. Bugasta, Domadakia, Kataifi, and fish. And leave room for some Galactabareco for dessert. And everything is all you can eat, all day. All day? Who does that? We do that. Open 24 hours a day with plenty of parking at the salvage yard next door. And now till Friday, if you order Deluxe Feta Omelette, you get a whole pineapple. Free. Free pineapple? Who does that? We do, at Alexopolis Family Restaurant. Come, Come and, and eat, eat food, food with, with us, us today. today. Alexopolis Family Restaurant on Highway 51, just next to Oberman's Tire Center. Mention this ad and get half off your next Deluxe Club Sandwich. Let me Ask your neighbor. Well, it's time once again for Lefty and Red's Ask Your Neighbor. The call-in show where you give advice, post a problem, make an announcement, or just swap and barter goods and services with folks in the area. No money changes hands, no hard feelings. It's our little radio version of Craigslist. Except you won't get murdered and put in a wood chipper. And there's our first call. Hello, you're on Ask Your Neighbor. Hello, this is Patty Elmhurst in Union Center. And what can we do you for, Patty? Somebody stole our dumpsters. Come again? Our garbage dumpsters. Two of them. We had them out on our sidewalk overnight. My husband forgot to bring them in. Patty. And I woke up this morning and they were gone. I mean, who does that? This sounds like a serious trash felony. Probably some young hoodlums, meth heads or what have you, out for kicks. I mean, if my husband had just brought them in last night... Enough, Patty. But really, I'm just calling to warn other folks to keep an eye on their dumpsters. Chain them up, keep them close, or, you know, just remember to bring them in at night. Patty! I'm just saying, be careful. It's a dangerous world. Sound advice. Thanks for that heads up, Patty. Hi, you're on Ask Your Neighbor. There's a hat in the tree. Excuse me, pardon? There's a hat. Way up in the tree. Who is this and where are you calling from? Oh, yeah. This is Harold Hornbacher over in the park. There's a hat up in the tree. Ah, uh, which tree, Harold? It's a tall ash tree right on the sidewalk, Main Street. I was looking up at the birds that are starting to come back. You know, cardinals and grosbeaks and what have you. And I looks up and sure as shoot, that ain't no robin. That's a hat. Right out in front of the pharmacy. Yeah, that's where I'm calling from. And what kind of a hat is it? Oh, it's a real nice one. It's one of those red flannel ear flappy jobs with the fur on the inside. Yeah, the kind the kids like. Oh, sure. All right. Okay, well, anyone in Lafarge wants a nice flannel ear flap hat? Head to the pharmacy. But do it quick. First come, first serve, I imagine. Hi, you're on Ask Your Neighbor. Yes, hello. This is Patty Elmhurst from Union Center calling back. Oh, what's up, Patty? Any word on your dumpsters? Tell Patty. Um, yes. 
Well, it seems there was a really strong windstorm last night. Uh huh. And well, you know, the dumpsters have wheels on them, you know. Sure. Right. And I guess they all just blew down the block. Oh! All the dumpsters on our streets, actually. They all blew down into a huge pile in the cul-de-sac by the Anderson home. Oh, the humanity. So, um, <laughs> no harm, no foul, right? Everything is A-okay, I guess. Ha! You can suck it, Patty! Tom! For God's sake, I'm on the radio! Well, even though we averted a dumpster tragedy, it never hurts to be vigilant. Hi, welcome to Ask Your Neighbor. Hello, this is Bernice Ramsey calling from Muscaday. Well, hello, Bernice. What can we do for you? Well, I'm doing some volunteer work over here at the Wolf and Meow Pet Store. I know it well. Well, for the past ten days or so, we've been on a special kitty drive trying to get as many cats adopted as we could. At first, we were calling it the Pussy Project, but we started getting some strange people in here, so we changed it to the Kitty Cat Confidential. And I'm happy to say we've given over 50 cats new forever homes. That's terrific. But there's one cat we just can't seem to find a home for. He's a sweet and cuddly guy and just the cutest little thing you've ever seen. Aww. I emailed a photo over to you to maybe put on the website. Oh, okay, well, let me take a look. There he is. Oh, he looks like a sweetheart. What a handsome fella. As you can see, he's all white except for a little black cap of fur on his head and a little black mustache under his nose. That is so cute. So we've given him the nickname Little Adolf Hitler. What? He'd be perfect for kids or seniors. He's loving and playful. It's so much fun to watch Little Adolf chase those catnip mouse toys around the store. Uh... But for some reason, we can't get folks interested in him. So if you could, post a picture on your website. Let's see if we all can't help give little Adolf Hitler a forever home. Bernice, have you thought that maybe he's not getting adopted because of the name? What? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could change it to something like Charlie? Well, I, I don't... What? Little Charlie Hitler? No, no, Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. He had the same kind of mustache, and he was funny, and he wasn't responsible for a holocaust. Oh, right. Oh, forevermore. That just slipped my mind. You're right. I'll have Maureen get the label maker, and we'll change that right away. Yeah, and, and you might want to retake his picture without the red armband. Oh, sure. I'll get right on it. Thanks so much. Hi, you're on Ask Your Neighbor. Hello, uh, this is Ethel. I, I'm, I mean, Jade. Yeah, Jade Smith over in uh, Smithsville. Uh huh. Say that little cat sounds like he'd be something right up my alley. And since I'm a professional woman who doesn't own any cats, hardly any cats, I would love to give that little Adolf a home. I know it's you, Ethel. I beg your pardon. Ethel Flapsaddle, our sales and marketing director. Oh, no, no. Like I said, this is Jane Smith, and I... Oh, yeah, okay, it's me. Sorry, Lefty. You remember our cat rule here at the trailer, Ethel? Yeah. And what is it? No more than 12. 12, right. You already have 14, Ethel. You can barely take care of those as it is. The whole back of the trailer smells like a litter box. But he's so adorable. Ethel... 
Okay, I'm sorry. You know, maybe you could take a break from cat shopping and make a few sales calls. You're on Ask Your Neighbor. Hey, this is Herm Demmel over in Clyde. Say, I'd really love to adopt that little Nazi cat. He's just as cute as a button, you know? Do you think you could train him to salute and goose step and stuff? Why don't we hook you up with Bernice at the Wolf and Meow Pet Shop? And she can fill you in on the details. Okay, right oh. We'll be right back to Land Yacht Radio with Lefty and Red. Lefty and Red. Hi, this is Luella Bowie inviting you to come on down to the Tip Top Tippy Toe Dance Studio in Boaz. Our highly trained and hygienic staff will guide you through all the latest dance steps. Foxtrot. Boston Shimmy, the Viennese Hand Warmer, the Paducah Pop Rocket, Mr. Jimmy's Squishy Squash, and of course, the Electric Toenail. We specialize in polkas, mazurkas, and shidishes. And every Thursday night is dance night at the Tip Top Tippy Toe. You can dance the night away from 4 until 7.30, practicing all the steps you learned at the studio. Bring a dish to pass and you get in for half price. All music provided by Jerry Merton and his magic organ. So get up, get out, get in your car, and head over to the Tip Top Tippy Toe Dance Studio. Then shut off your car, get out, and come on inside. We can't wait to see ya. Lefty and Red. That's all the time we have for Lefty and Red this week. We thank you for tuning in. Hey, wait a minute, Lefty. What happened with all that sap from the maple tree? Well, the tree finally leaked its last, and we ended up with just under 400 gallons of that precious stuff. Now, all we have to do is boil it down to syrup and heat up the waffle iron. How much syrup do you think we'll get? Well, I found a Google app online called iSyrup, and it estimates the amount of syrup you'll get based off the amount of sap you harvested. And it looks like... Huh, just under half a pint. Score! I know, right? And I hope this teaches the listeners out there a valuable lesson about self-sufficiency. Don't be afraid to drill holes in trees. So long, everyone, and remember... You want to come with? Then come here once. <laughs>